We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Oh. Blackbone Taco. My name is Nick Brown for Andy Brown for Andy Brown Town, the 14th reason the Silver Surfer Top Deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh-so-glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custison. Nathan, what are you drinking? Why are you drinking it? And what are you wearing? I'm drunk. <laughs> yep. I'm drinking tinnies, Nick. These yep. are actually called... Wild turkey and honey tinnies. Yep, they're, I don't, in, they're, they're, actually, in a, they're in a glass bottle. They so. are in a glass bottle. They're not tinnies at all, Nick. I'm wearing an Etta Shikari shirt. Yep. And um, I feel like a turkey. There you go. So I'm drinking it. Fantastic. What do you reckon? That's one of the worst things you've ever said in your life, but I love it. I'm a fan of every part of it. Nice and cool, these are. How are you feeling, mate? Oh, well, it's been an interesting week at the um, Backburn um, Takeover residency at Custison Manor. Yep. But, um, I came here, Nick. Came back to the old town. Yep. Thought I'd go into the shopping center to just welcome my people that I, I've come from. Yeah. No one wearing masks. No one. No one cares. Went I, into the petrol station, same thing. I'm like, okay, maybe just they don't exist in Pierce, though. <laughs> yeah, no one what cares. No, I, I, think, I think we're just like, we're back to normal. Is that what it is? I don't know. I always wear my mask. I'm it's, scared. It's more for the sake of I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> I'm scared. Like, Put your I, mask I, on. <laughs> and also, I like I can like make funny faces at people when I'm... That's like literally the only thing that's coming out of so this. So true, good. I can like I can judge people so much harder when i got a mask on. It's like when you wear sunglasses. Yeah. Can, no one can see that you're Absolutely. looking at them, but like, you know, you are, you're grilling them. Yeah. You know, Nathan, do you know, what, you know what I'm wearing? Are you wearing the Ben Roethlisberger Pittsburgh Steelers NFL shirt? <sighs> no, there custom, is, There is a... <laughs> definitely not custom, not custom made. made. <laughs> should have got your name on the back, I should have brown You should seven. do that. You oh. can do that. Yeah, I know. But I feel like it's wank, wanky to get your yeah. own name on there. It's like when you get a Premier League shirt and like, you you got to get someone else's name. You can't get your own. It feels no. a bit mean. Uh, Super Bowl tomorrow, Nathan. Super Bowl, Nick. I am... Which quarterback would you rather be right now? Would you rather be Matthew Stafford or would you rather be Joe Burrow? Oh, Joe. Mr. Cool Joe Mr. Burrow. Cool. You know I, where they stole that nickname from? Where? Famous quarterback from the 1980s, Nick Brown, actually. Did yep. a little bit of deep diving on this. The greatest quarterback, arguably before Tom Brady of all time, was who was it, Nick Brown? Eli Manning. That's a great point, Nick Brown. It was <laughs> maybe Eli Drew Manning. Drew Brees. It's actually Joe Montana yeah, from Joe the, Montana. the famous 49ers. So he was actually called Smoking Joe Cool back in the day in the 80s. I'm pretty sure Fred Durst was called Mr. Cool for a hot <laughs> second. <laughs> what happened there, Nick? I think it was Woodstock 99. Ruined yeah. all of that, by God. But no, he actually called up his wife during the Super Bowl one year, Nick. It's a famous YouTube video about yeah. this. That's how cruisy they were in the, the 80s winning Super Bowls. But now, yeah. Smoking Joe Burrow, I love it. I'm a big fan. Bengal tomorrow i'm on it but you know what's even better Go than the actual game itself the, the Har- winter olympics the Har- no fuck the winter olympics <laughs> we'll get into that in a fucking oh, second thank fuck god. you and the winter thank olympics god, i hate them that's um, shit aren't they the, the halftime show knife oh, oh, the halftime show do you know who's in the fucking halftime show give me three of them i'll give you all of give them me five is there five or six i don't know i can't remember there's a long list snoop dogg big man dr dre big man eminem huge man mary j blige chick <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Huge man. It's insane. It's going to be an awesome show. Uh, there are rumors that there's going to be a two-pack, a uh, two-pack, two-pack. Like sounds, a hologram I sound, thing? I sound so white. Two-pack. Two-pack. Um, yeah, two-pack. Like a two-pack uh, <laughs> A hologram like there was at Coachella oh, a bunch of years ago. Which think of that. I don't think it's a good idea. No. I think it's kind of cringe, honestly. Mm. I think it's weird. I've seen the Coachella video from a bunch of years ago, and I'm sure- like, Easy E and the two-pack holograms. Pe- people, yeah. people who were there were like, it's the greatest thing ever, but it just kind of looked a bit sad. Well, unless you're there in the moment, I guess yeah. in the moment it'd be cool, but like- like you say, we're watching YouTube years and years later. It's kind of like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm excited. Us? I'm hoping Kanye comes out for just no reason. He's been on it, absolutely. What's going on with Kanye? He's off, he's off his rocket. Got a new, got a new missus? Uh, he's got a new missus. He's got uh, Julia Fox. Um, we all love her. Absolutely. <laughs> She's our new queen. We, yes. ha- we hate Pete Davidson. Um, he's, Fuck he's, Pete Davidson. He doesn't Nick. like Billie Eilish. He got upset at Billie Eilish during that. the week. Uh, he's What's going on he's with that? stopped being friends with Kid Cudi, which I'm sure he'll be friends with him in three days' time because it's Kanye. Hey, it's Mr. Rage Nick Brown. It's all a great song. It's all just part of the rollout. It's just a weird, it's a weird weird thing being a Kanye fan because every day who's he going to call just, that next yeah. I reckon <laughs> I reckon my, Drake, uh, call it's, out the Drake, it's Drake again oh, I was going to say Drake, when, he, when he rocks up to Australia <laughs> at the dome Nick Marvel Dome is what I call it imagine what he says about the, the government because oh, I didn't want to let him in Yeah, because he might not be double vaxxed apparently oh, well we don't know brackets. I think that's just a random story that came Wankers. out but who knows but you know, as you said Nathan the Winter Olympics oh, is yes. there a shit of time <laughs> of year I've watched I reckon I reckon I've actually been quite lucky so when I go to gym during the day after work Yesterday, I saw a medal. Or on the Thursday, we saw that Aussie bloke yeah. get, get the silver. So in the one minute that I've watched basically all week, I saw a medal That's for Australia, good. which is fucking awesome. Well, we suck at the Winter Olympics. We're, we're not very good. We've got three medals somehow. But that's like, is that good? How many like I like America got like 140 medals in the in the normal Olympics? I think in, I think there's <laughs> the actually Olympics. I think there's only like 41 countries competing in the Winter Olympics yeah. compared to like 100. So plus. we should have better, but we should have You'd more think, medals. Actually, there's there's one sport, Nick. So I know we rate at the moment the NFL is the highest of the American sports to yep. watch. We really find that entertaining. But my number two is always a pass it when I went over to America in 17. 
is actually NHL, the yeah, hockey, hockey, ice yeah. hockey. So I watched a game yesterday. It was a movie called Miracle, Nick. Have you ever watched yes, that? Yes, I have. On Disney Classic. About I've also the... seen the Mighty Ducks, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've grown up watching those. So we, we, we have an affinity to ice hockey, but America play Canada, the grudge match of all grudge matches. Yesterday, I actually watched 20 minutes of that. Yep. And America upset them with a bunch of college people, just like 1980 all over again. I'm so they're coming fan. for the gold, the gold medal, Nick. I, I'm sure they did the flying V to win the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and um, also, Nick, a famous movie, Cool Runnings, my mum called me out today. Fantastic. The Jamaican bobsled team were on today. Yep. I did go out and watch a little bit of that today. That, there is a few events on here. I hate any event that has judges scorecards because then it all becomes kind of subjective. It's like 10 I like, countries doing it, Nick. It's weird. Yeah, I, I just want somebody, I want time just, some sort of time factor. Yeah. Exactly. Something you can't dispute. When like someone does a triple double backflip yep. corkscrew and they're like, yeah, who the fuck? How, then, do you, how do you judge they, that? And Nick? then they go, 7.6. Like, how the fuck did you come up with that score? That's what I mean. Like, I, I watched the, um, the Aussie get the silver medal. I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in yeah. my life. And he got a second, Nick. Oh, I love it when the commentators pretend like they know what they're talking about. And they, have, <laughs> uh, they have they have as much clue as me. My dad has been me- he messages me. He's like he would just he would just randomly tell me and just be like, "Oh, he should have won today. <laughs> like came sixth, should have won. Judges screwed him." <laughs> Isn't there the people covering it? Matt Shervington, who was a fucking like a sprinter. <laughs> Big, big, big cock, Nick Brown, apparently. Well, very, very famous we, for that. There's no, We don't really have too many Winter Olympic we legends, really. do we? So we have to get the Summer Olympic legends. The man, the myth, the legend, Dennis Kometi, actually did the Olympics. Ah, they have both Winter and Summer Games. Animal. How do you do both? Well, he has the best voice probably of all time, yeah, Nick. That's true. Now, if you know my diet's been going all, all off. You've I, told me today. I didn't know I'm this. I'm no longer vegan. That's great. Just, are you evolving? Fucking, first of all, how fucking dare you? Sorry, no. I'm saying you're evolving. Like, you, you, you're learning through life what you like and your choices, Nick. No, I just want, to try, something. I just want to try something different. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am doing keto right now. And I, don't know, can, I don't know what that is. Talk you can do it. keto, um, vegan, but it's just really fucking boring. Oh. Uh, it's just like you just eat a lot of meat and you don't eat carbs or sugars kind of thing. You want to keep your... You want so to no lower and stuff. 5 to 10% carbs and then hopefully you start running off fats and then you can nice. always wait during that. I've started to eat meat for the first time How does in it feel? Like years. I've written down a few reviews. Runny, run, run like, reviews, Nick? First of all, said? steak. I used to think steak was overrated as shit. Now you love it? I kind of, I didn't mind. Oh, I, maybe I'm just a great cook, which mm. is probably the, the actual thing. I've been watching a lot it? of Gordon Ramsay. How do you fucking, do it? Oh, Nathan, I sear it on both sides. Then I How uh, many put, minutes each side, Nick? Uh, you got I, a formula? No, I, I do. I have a time. It takes six and a half minutes for me to get it done. Nice. I rested for four minutes. It's just... Pretty nice, pretty good. Cooks itself when it's yeah. um resting there, Nick. You know what's overrated shit, but go on bacon. I I've never You've never liked bacon. I've never liked bacon. No. I, I, and I was cooking it up yesterday, and I was like, oh man, this smells great. It smells so much better than, than what it tastes. Like. Yeah, I'm it just you. tastes like fucking shit. Like I had that in one meal these days. Yeah, I cook loaded gems, and I actually. So I fry the bacon, bacon and then you actually chop up the bacon See, in the that's little pieces. Better. Yeah, little pieces, they probably work better. Whack it in the spring onion, the cheese, the barbecue, smoky barbecue. Beautiful, Nick. You'd love but it. I'll make a, it for you one day. As, as, st- as a standalone, it's just not that great. And it's overrated. And yeah. if, you know what the worst thing about um, like when people are like, oh, but they every time they try and make fun of vegans, they go, mm, but bacon. But bacon sucks. Like, go for better. Also, the best meat, it's salmon. Salmon is the best salmon, meat. Salmon, Nick. By an absolute stretch. You're a seafood vegan. Fish in general is so much better than anything else on this fucking planet. And I have a crab. Oh, Crab's my favorite kind you know, of seafood. Any time, you know what? In America now, like they go to Red Lobster and they mm. have to like have the they have to like crack open the lobsters themselves. I I get self conscious. There's no way I could go to the restaurant and no, do no. that. I want someone to do that for me. God, yeah. I'm fucking terrified. It's like the ones in the city that catch the fish and they cook it and kill it for you. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I, I usually name them. Like, what's uh, what's the what's the lobster from The Simpsons? Pinchy. Pinchy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say you're know, giving him a bath and it's him getting fucking bored. How's the stitch up? Nick, how's the stitch up during the week though? Bender is not returning for Futurama, the the like the remake. First of all, I didn't know there was a Futurama. Oh, remake. Nick, that's sorry, am I re- oh, that's okay. amazing. What a reveal that is <laughs> that, live on air. That's insane. So Hulu has picked up a new series of Futurama oh. coming back, but the Bender voice hasn't re-signed yet because obviously he's got a lot of other projects going, and apparently he was insulted <laughs> with the price. You, I love how you say honestly. Obviously, he had a lot of other gigs. How the fuck are we supposed to know? Disenchantment that? voice on the Netflix series. Of Groaning. So yeah. apparently a couple of projects he does with him and he's a very in-demand voice actor, Nick, as you like, know. Oh, Iconic man. voice, Nick. So Futurama's coming back. I'm a huge fan. Another thing for you, Nick. Another yeah. entertainment thing. I texted you today. Yep. It's a famous TV series that was kind of brought to movie light by Tom Cruise. Yep. But Jack Top Reacher. Gun. Top Jack gun. Reacher, Top Nick. Gun. No, not quite Top Gun. That's <laughs> Top- <laughs> way to the danger zone. Top Gun Maverick is coming this year, mid-year, in some season for America. But no, Jack Reacher, just yeah. called Reacher, Thad Castle. Reprises. I his, did say that. He yeah. is now Alan Richardson. I thought Dad Castle was never going to be topped. Yeah, he's almost topped it, Nick, with wow. this role. That's huge. I clocked it in two days. So I watched the uh, first five episodes yesterday. First three, second three today, and 
Loved it. Shout out to all the Blue Mountain State fans out there as How's well. How's this, so? It got re-signed for a season two within two days. It broke the record on Amazon for views. That's so, cool. Yeah. I'm a fan of Definitely that. Definitely check it out. It's easy watch. I'm a big fan of it. all of that. Anyway, let's go, um, let's go stock check, Nathan. Oh, stock. We've only got two to talk about. Um, Bad Castle. <laughs> no, not Bad Castle. <laughs> we were talking about... I watched Vacation Friends again last night. Dude. I... I I'm not sure if John Cena's terrible or amazing, but I he could literally just like stand still for 90 minutes and I would piss myself. He is the funniest person to me. And it might he means be- it. He's got that dad vibe about him, doesn't oh, he? Just that dork, like he, that dagness. He's also, his body's kind of weirdly morphed at the moment. Like, oh, it's half in between, isn't it? Because well, he's kind of off. I'm assuming he was on the roids. I'm not 100% sure on that. He'll say he's clean, but that's what every wrestler says. But like, I'm assuming he was on it. And it feels like he's just been off it for a little bit. But when you're an actor... You can be on the roids. That's the course you can. Look at Batista. He's definitely on the roids oh, still. How dare you, Dave Bautista? Bautista, <laughs> Nick. B A U, not the um. Yeah, how you know, we spell it. You know, Bautista said he would never do a Fast Furious movie. Yeah, with Vin because he reckons they're all fucking terrible. Well, <laughs> it said it's been the same movie for the last seven movies, which is basically the point. Um, sorry, Bautista. We all can't star in Blade Runner twenty forty nine like you do. Oh well, <laughs> Nick, they're actually getting a remake of that as well. Not a remake, but a sequel to the new ah, one as well. Very yeah, that's nice. Another thing. And we all can't be in Guardians of the Galaxy, Bautista. Do you fucking lucky prick? Yeah, well, uh, did he die, Nick, or did he not? I don't watch any of the movies. Don't okay. spoil it, Nick. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't reveal anything. Oh, That's bastard. like maybe in the Quizmaster oh, right there. You're an arsehole. Sucked you in. Uh, stock check, Dave. I've got a yes. couple of bands for you. A couple of bands that released music this week. And oh no. I could kind of get. You know, do I like him? Do I not like? Well, them? just kind of. What do you think their stock is as a band? Oh god. First one. So if I they released a vaccine booster pack. Um, in Hearts Way. Stock down, Nick. <laughs> way, way down. What's the song on the on the way down? The Amity Affliction. That song? Uh, I think it's called the way. It's called down. the way down. <laughs> yeah, the That's way. where these bastards go, Nick Brad. Like, okay, are we going to talk about the songs at all? Are we going to talk about the release or just the band with the stock sack? Because I'm telling you, I want, it's, I want it's the band at the moment. Okay, the band, Nick Brand. The, the band is at rock bottom, Nick. I'm, I'm telling when, you. Now. When do you think they're In gone. Hearts Wake were at their biggest fan wise? Not not peak music. I don't care about when they were peak music. Peak music, I would say on the release of. I just said I don't care about peak music, David. I want size wise. Yeah, that's when, what I'm saying. The, the peak was Earth Earthwalker with their with their fans. And you reckon stuff. they haven't been bigger since then? I don't think so. I, I think. I reckon they've been bigger. Maybe with um, Skydancer, th- that double hit and double error. I thought they were playing their biggest shows. Then I think with Ark, it dipped. I think uh, honestly, I think their shows dipped from you that saw, moment. You saw In Hearts Wake, and I might be wrong in this. I think oh. you saw them on the Ark tour with Crossface while she. I did see them, Nick, and that was at the Forum. They got blown away. I thought Polaris were way better than yeah, that. Yeah, but night. they were at the Forum. And they they sold, were. I think they sold that out. It was the big show. Yes, that might be their biggest show. That probably was their biggest show, and, and well, we loved obviously that. Obviously, the Equinox was with Northlane. That had that had bells and whistles. Well, that was to Festival it, right? Hall. Yeah. So that, that but that had a lot of bells and whistles to it. It did. That was a bigger appeal, like you say. But playing the forum, we've always said that's the mecca kind of of yeah. um, the scene. Definitely announced and the best venue. <laughs> oh, by miles, it's just an unbelievable venue, like you say. But from that moment, dude, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right with Ark at that stage. It's and it was a great it's build. album. <laughs> it is. It's garbage. It's yeah. absolutely terrible. Even Cali was probably better. But like you say. Maybe you're right. I, I thought probably the end of Skydancer with a couple of the features yeah. there. And when you combine those two along with the Equinox tour, I thought their stocks were big at that yeah. stage. But is it weird? Like, yeah. we, like, I remember you saying, like, you know, it's time for Inhart to wake the headline to unify, but like. I think they're going to break up. That's my. That's, you reckon? That's, yeah. I don't know where they go. I, I think I don't think they're even, I don't think they've ever. I think the closest they've been to being a headliner at Unify was probably after. Scott answer maybe Earth maybe Ark, you like, Ark, yeah just like it's hard because Ark's not a good album no all. objectively shit if you like Ark you're a terrible person yeah uh, but but it's like I feel like you know naturally when bands get bigger more people pay attention to they every do. album so like when Sky Dancer came out you know more people came across mm. and then when Ark came out not obviously they've got a bigger name so more people are coming across to so at least check it out so, so I feel like on size wise they probably would have been their biggest there well, maybe maybe they're bigger now I don't know like it's hard to tell potentially well. I felt that they were going to be the next Amity. We we felt that yeah, like for, for a long, long time, and we thought after. Well, I, I thought after hearing Divine, I'm like, that's the song. That's the one that's going to catapult them over the top. But I don't know if they've. Like, I don't think they've hit any higher than that moment, Nick. Yeah. So like their songs since have been decent, but they're still looking for that song. And Refuge is still their biggest the, song. Well, still their best by the an best, absolute like, fucking mind. And I think they end with that still, Nick. So oh, they better. If, if they've released two albums since and they're still playing that as their last song fair enough bands do that from like their first couple of albums and they do that but I think they need to be doing better stuff than that I, you know, the funny thing is like I'd still love to see in Hearts Wake play like a 30 minute set at Unify where, and I know like obviously not just play old stuff like they could play two or three off Caliuga like even play, one or two off Arc maybe Dick a, absolutely like play we'll say one <laughs> one <laughs> 
<laughs> but like, if they played a few songs of like two songs off every album, it'd be a great set. Good set. It'd be an awesome set. But, I, but yeah, they didn't get picnic. Obviously, they're past. Yeah, they're past it. But I want to like they're rock bottom at the moment. Can we talk about probably? I don't know if it's the biggest release of the week, and I think it's sad that oh. we're saying the biggest release in Hearts Wake release. Obviously, it means how little it means for them yeah. to release a few songs. Mm. Did you, uh, first of all, sorry. Do we like the songs? Oh, dude, to be honest, no. <laughs> so, obviously, Dogma was a pre-release track with Lockie from yeah. Alpha Wolf last year. Decent song. We thought it was okay. We've yeah. got a new song called War, which actually kind of goes... is a little bit of a throwback, Nick. Yeah, it kind yeah. of actually has that old-school vibe. I'm not saying that just... To, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that just to say that it's actually good. But, like, it's a, uh, I'm going to bop my head to it and enjoy it more so than... A lot of the stuff that was on Kelly Union because it just felt a little bit washed. Yeah. But um, yeah, and also was it torn apart? Yeah, yeah. torn in two. Sorry. Torn in two. Maybe. Sorry. So oh, actually, Nick, I've given you a little challenge. So yeah, the first twenty-five seconds of this song, Nick, I'm telling you now, it's a throwback to the nineteen nineties era. <laughs> the greatest era. No, it wasn't WWE at that stage. It was WWF. Thank you very much. It wasn't, Man- it wasn't the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> no, <back then. laughs> this was this was a mankind slash Kane crossover intro. Same, yeah. The first twenty seconds, twenty-five it, seconds. It is like it's what we call a jobber entrance now. Uh, Can you it's play like it? the the player. Please play. I could play. I, oh, play I need you rapping over the top to just to do something no, outrageous. Nick. I can't. It's so good. I can't let that happen. Um, torn in two. Anyone that likes wrestling, please. I don't know. I feel like Lady Gaga could go into this. It is 100% a wrestling it is lo- so, I'm just like, what is so this thing? And when you think about them over the years, they've always, I've loved them for their bounce core because like they have really good riffs, great drumming, and like the screams are fun. Yeah. I've never thought the cleans were good, but like at the moment, dude, they are a little bit all over the shop. Yeah. Washed up, man. Washed mm-hmm. up, bam. Break up. Break up. You know, it's wake. Do it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Do, what, do what you want, boys. Do what, what makes you happy. I don't know what they can do, mate. I think that I look. I think it, the only thing they can do at this stage is commit to that um, worldwide suicide, suicide crisis kind of sound, yeah. where it's kind of like this electronic deathcore shit. And mm. I think that's that was the coolest part that of that album. So cool, wasn't that's it? the coolest shit. That's the coolest of sound since Divination. It was like, yes. and I, we're, we're fans of Earthwork and Scott Earthwork Scott and Answer, Scott yeah. Answer. But like that crisis worldwide suicide, man, that, that made me excited for Indian Hearts Wake album for the first really? time in seven years. It did. Like, we, were, we were on that. We yeah. were like, this is gonna be awesome. Yep. And then it sucked. It did. <laughs> and as we say, never get your hopes up. No, you can't yeah. be disappointed. No. <laughs> Life advice. Uh, first, I want to say stock, probably stock that's the highest right now, probably the biggest release. Ooh. It's Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Wind Waker. I'm telling you, Nick. This is the most. Pretty, end- pretty well hit, wasn't it? That was great. <laughs> like I said on that potty, I'm telling you, this album, I'm. this is my most anticipated album of the yeah. year because this is their debut release, debut like big EP, well, not EP, but. LP, is that what they call yeah. like albums these days? And we've waited a well, mate, I'm a fucking boomer, aren't I? I'm sounding so old. But Wind Waker, we've waited what three years now? Four. It's almost four since Empire came yeah. out, 2018. So we've waited a long time. They released Toxic, ruined Britney Spears for life for me, yeah. Nick. And then, yeah, but dude, they're they're stock right now. Like they are the meme mods they always have been. But now releasing new music in an album, they're signed now. They got a good thing going, and yeah. Nick, now they got a DJ on stage, so they're like yeah. they, they got a completely different realm they can go to. Absolutely, and they, it sounded like the Prodigy. They, they've got that kind of like that breakbeat yeah. drum and bass sound when that when it kicks in. I love the core, especially when it oh. comes in full band. Oh, that sounds so cool. Um, what do yeah. You think, what do you think of Will's voice? Like, where, do, where would he rank? As oh, that's a good question. As a as a vocalist all around Australia, yeah, top seventy, I'd say. Like he's up there. <laughs> talking like top Baker Boy in the seventy, Nick. No, like well, as Baker a rapper, Boy, Baker Boy six, like oh, number six, obviously. Very good reveal, actually. My sister's best friend sang with him the other night at really? the Hilda Fest. Got a new gig, so yeah, that's good, awesome. Shout out to Alex. Good on to her. That's very cool. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think Will's Will's up there, man. Like I can understand some people. I have heard say that they don't really care for Will's voice with the highs, and I get yeah. that. I think that's kind of like that's understandable, but. I think it's money. Like, I really do. And even some, There are moments where I think, like, oh, he's going really high there. Mm. I want to see how he goes at that live, because that sounds like a tough part. And he's got, like, these little scat kind of vocals yeah. that kind of run in, which yeah. I'm always fascinated to see yes, how they man. can go live. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, I think I think Will's just a... I think he's, like, a the prodigal son. I think he's, like, a star in the making. Calling him out, Nick. Uh, we, we got beef. Yeah, I know we're going to bash the shit out of him next time we see him. But they like, finally released the song about me, too, Nick. Yeah, I know. I'm it's surprised you weren't in the... I bastards. thought you were going to be in the film clip. Dude, I was going to be. <laughs> they didn't invite me, actually. But Nick, the pay wasn't big call. <laughs> so remember Sam Bass? So he was the drummer for Ocean Grove, still yes. is, done a lot of like producing for that band. Yep. Lilac, the drummer for this band, has produced this whole album apparently. Yeah. 
he's got a lot going for him because this Absolutely. sounds like a massive dude. Yeah, I was um I was listening to I was watching sorry their little like uh, album the updates. Tur- yeah, or the whatever. diary thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. diaries. That's it. And uh, it sounds really good. And I, I like the way that they're recording. It sounds cool. They got Josh from North Lane popping in mm. with some wine and some lasagna. I'm gonna say lasagna I don't know. And yeah, wine. I think his partner. Italian. I think made like a bunch of bunch of food. Oh something. my god! I'm gonna say lasagna. Thank God. Uh, you know, lasagna is <laughs> and like, lasagna bread. and onions are kind of similar. They both have layers, Nathan <laughs> and Shrek. <laughs> lasagna. I'm gonna have to go and watch Shrek there. <laughs> Great movie. I watched it last night. As I do every night. Oh, thank God. <laughs> But yeah, dude, honestly, great song. And the stock is very high. Yeah, very high for Windmaker. Love language. When, have a guess. When do you think it's coming out? Well, it's coming out May 6th. They've actually announced it. Uh, no, just have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I, have to look at that. Let's see if I'm right, I actually Nick. have no... I, is that true? May uh, 6th? Nick, I'm actually going to look at that right now. It's actually, that. it is. It's coming out May 6th, Nick Brown. That's how good I am off awesome. the top of my head. That's so, it. love language confirmed now for May 6th. Well, it was going to be a quiz question, but I had to answer it myself. Will, so, you won for one, Nick. Will, can you just go ahead and send us the album Pre-link right now? Link I just will. want to... I'll um, get rid of the beef. I want. Yeah, exactly. We won't bash the shit out of you next time we see you if you send us the album. Um, Nate, speaking of bashing the shit out of people... Go on, who's next? Can we talk about the Bring Me to Horizon Ed Sheeran collab? Oh, who would win in a fight? Ollie versus Ed. Ed, I don't. Ed with the guitar. Ed could would go win, down swinging. Ed wouldn't win a fucking fight against a wet paper bag. <laughs> he does not. Have you seen him carried? It was a movie got carried away. I forgot. Like these people picked him up and he was like swinging his guitar. It was like Elton John, who's like eighty-five. Nick, it was disgusting. It's just the silliest shit, man. And right uh, with the vampire teeth too, but um, Ollie Sykes. Ollie Sykes does have the vamp disgusting. teeth. Disgusting. He's, he's a big, voiceless nice fan. What can we all say? Um, so, Nate, when when this all happened, I I was very interested to see the reception because as a like as a collab, I thought you know natural. Actually, it's very cool to see a band like Bring Me collab with an artist who is selling out stadiums anywhere in the world. Nine hundred seventy million streams. Bad Habits, the song. It's insane. It, and it's like he's got. I think Shay. I think it's Shape of Views, the most streamed song on in Spotify history. Um, closely getting caught by the Weekend's Blinding Lights. Sorry, nine hundred five million. That's a bit wrong. Well, uh, well Shape of Views got like two point nine billion. Three point zero four four. Nick Brown. I just got it right here. Go, Look at his beautiful update. face. Sorry, there it is. Right. How much there. is Blinding Lights got? Blinding Lights by actually weekend. by the Weekend. That's it's, a great question because it's been catching. It's only been out a year or two, and it's, uh, it's you know what else right been catching. Well, I actually was going to message you probably three, four weeks ago. I couldn't believe it. So, Glass Animals, um, what's it called the one the hottest hundred last Heatwave. year? Heatwave. Heatwave is like being number one in America for like five weeks, really, or top three. That's it's, ama- it's They've just caught onto it in America, and they are loving it. Dude. Isn't it's it crazy. amazing how that works? <laughs> Like Blinding it, lights, sorry, two point seven nine billion. So it's, that's about three hundred behind, three hundred million. And that's fuck all. That's that's poo change. That's poo change <laughs> for, for people guys. like that, isn't it? <laughs> what do you get? Apparently, it's like six grand per million streams. So is that it? Apparently, that's well, like the, the label the probably takes eighty percent. Yeah, that. so oh. the weekend, but still like three billion <laughs> streams. Yeah, Imagine the money they're making. Oh, just having that one song that keep you <sighs> that keep you there for life. Like if you if you owned your masters, it'd be you're set for life. What do you think that. of Dawn FM? Just off the top of you, I love it. Oh, I'm a huge Dawn FM fan. I think the weekend's got cover too. Yeah, he looks old. Mm. It's great. The weekend's amazing. I mm. think he's when he's done, he'll go down and probably the number two pop R and B guy behind Michael Jackson for sure. One of them. We'll, well be up there. Top obviously, five. got the um the kind of style from Michael yeah, Jackson absolutely. and carried on and done his own got thing. Like so this d- Daft Punk kind of sound to it. it. Oh, it's so cool, it man. Is. But uh, anyway, this collab. So the um the Ed Sheeran Bring Me collab. I thought it was cool. As in, like, the sound of it. I thought, like, there were moments where I was like, oh, it's a little bit shit. But, like, I thought overall it's great. Um, you, I'm never going to say a bad word about it. Brought the heavy, didn't they? Brought the heavy. Mm. And, you know, but you know who did have a few things to say about it? Go on. Um, metal Sucks. Metal Sucks. Oh, you called him out, Nick. Metalsucks.net. And I just, I was just having a bit of fun. I didn't really give that much of a shit. But they said, uh, they posted the thing, and the, the article was called Video Bring Me to Horizon Joint Ed Sheeran for Bad Habits at last night's Brit Awards. Brit Awards are obviously a massive, massive event every year. And uh, their caption with it was, We're embarrassed for everyone involved. And I said a couple of things. My first one was, Fuck off at Metal Sucks, go, go play marbles on the freeway. No, which Nick. Is, which is a great one. My is dad, that a Twitter? My, yeah, my dad <laughs> has God. always said that. Like, go play just, marbles on the freeway. He always tells my dog to go, he always tells Milo to go <laughs> the galoot. He always tells him to go play marbles on the freeway. And I always thought that was so funny. And then, uh, I, I think on Instagram, I think I, I posted again because I was just having a bit of fun. Why not? Honestly, if there was more platforms, I would have posted it 17 times. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had so many things to say. And yeah. then my other one, they said, uh, what was it? We're embarrassed for everyone involved. And I said, I'm embarrassed for your dog shit publication. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. Good <laughs> on you. But it's just, yeah. Metal wow. sucks has always been pretty trash. It's always been very like, metal is the best kind oh, of shit. Elitist Nick, is but, that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Which is fine. I get that. And, you know, that kind of sells sometimes. You know, being negative does sell. It uh, does. See the backbone. Look at us. For example. Look at us, Nick. <laughs> Fucking hell. But like, yeah, I just, 
accept a cool moment and like understand how fucking like how well, much this could do. It won't do that much, but like how much it could do in the in the hindsight. The platform for Bring Me to Play with Ed Sheeran who's the biggest artist in the world. Apparently they're writing music together. Well, dude, I've actually written that down as well. It's a Monty. He'll like definitely appear on the next album and a song. Maybe he'll maybe they'll cross over and they'll do a song with Ed as well. Yeah. So because Ed's always been out in his own doing guitar stuff. So like if they come up with a full band song with Bring Me. Who knows what they could do? Yeah, if cool. that blows up and gets 500 million streams and you've got people checking out ammo and albums from Bring Me the last few years, yeah. their fan base will grow. And like Absolutely. that's the exposure. You can't buy what they did at the Brit Awards. So yeah. regardless of how good or bad the performance was, they've done it. And they've that's all people have been talking about all week, Nick. Yeah. So I, I loved it. I always worry when Ed Sheeran does collabs because he's usually... Sometimes pretty, they're garbage. They're, most of them are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not, he's, like, he's brought out... He had a... Uh, Album six, it was called Collaborations or something like mm. that, and it was just the most awkward album I've ever heard in my life. I don't think Ed Sheeran's any good. Ooh. I've said this before. I, yeah. think Ed, I think Ed Sheeran's so like I think he used to be great. He just all he does is write wedding songs, and the rest of them are shit. He does now, but and, I'm like, and maybe this is coming from someone who's single, who's never been married, so I don't have the opportunity <laughs> to dance to fucking um, thinking out loud Slow or whatever, dance whatever his things, favorite man. song. Cry so to these songs. Um, I'd sing it myself, actually. I, oh, I'd sing it my own wedding. So I many breakup songs too <laughs> that he writes. Nick, I'm, I've actually I've, I've talked to Gloom. Uh, they said they're playing my wedding, so they yeah, are? it's exciting. Like they're good, I think I'm going to walk down the aisle to bleed you out. Can no, Paul? <laughs> can Paul wear a Shrek uniform, like a Shrek outfit? Absolutely, he's not allowed in if he's not paid. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wearing a Shrek. Outfit. Oh, I miss that man. He's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Ed Sheeran. But like, like you say, Bring Me being so different to Ed Sheeran makes it work. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Just, uh, like these, you know, Ed Sheeran did a. Um, Exo Tour Life cover with Lil Uzi Vert a few years ago at the Brits, and it came out a lot worse than what this came out. Yes. This came out a lot better. Um, <laughs> the Exo Tour Life shit was fucking awful. I'm sorry. Uh, let's talk some music, I guess. There's been some cool music that's come out, Nathan. Uh, besides Wind Waker, besides In Heart's Wake, what's caught your eye? Uh, nobody said. Nobody said what? Nobody said anything, Nick, because <laughs> Trophy Eyes released a song oh, called, no, sorry, called Nobody Said, Nick. I thought I'd throw you off with that. Damn, How'd I, I like go? Uh, not bad. Why do the Steelers have red in that sign? I'm sorry, Nick. It really puts me and off blue. when I'm looking at it. And, and blue. blue. It's just disgusting. The yellow, black, and white. Because we're fucking superstars. They are. Six, six Super Bowls, baby. We call them Sixburg in my, where I live. <laughs> Sixburg, you piece of filth. But Nick, so now we've got three new songs. Yes. So 27 Club. Yep. Bittersweet. Yep. Trophy Eyes now have released a song called Nobody Said. Yep. Where does this rank of the three? I think 27 Club's still the best. Yes. Um, that's grown on me shit tons. When I saw it at, um, at Night and Day, I was like, whoa, this is great. It's a bang. Like, it's a bop. I don't know if they, it was worthy of having a wall of death to no, open Nick. it. <laughs> Definitely odd, not. Odd choice to open a set, but you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, does this is this number two or three? I don't know. I've, I've liked all three songs. Oh, I didn't like Bittersweet when it came out, but after watching it at Night and Day, I'm like... It's a bop. I yeah. listen to it on the way here because I try to do that myself. I'm like 27 Club because we had it in the 100 last year, made it really, really high, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then um, Bittersweet didn't make it. But now when I listen to that song, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I would and have I had Bittersweet in and 27 Club might go top like 10 now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and I think like listening to this, this will be like Bittersweet. It might take a little bit of time, but yeah. there's a lot, enough in there. And like Floriani came out. He's done a few posts. Check his Instagram out. He's yeah. always posting interesting stuff, and especially his Twitter as well. He wants to move to Japan, Nick Brown, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. but um, he reckons they got a spicy album coming later in this year. And none and of these singles are a part of it. No, Nick. So, like a lot of people have inboxed him and done DMs and stuff about saying, "Is this what the direction of the band's going to be?" And he goes, "It's going to sound nothing like this." So, yep. whether he's pulling people in and baiting them, like who knows? But I've seen it before. That's what I mean. Like I don't think it's an absolute banger, but it's going to be a bop. And like yeah. I love watching Trophy Eyes songs and just feeling that vibe that they're done. And they have again. They produced saw, it. I don't mind when bands do this where they kind of just release these random singles that might not have anything to do with an album or anything like that. And they might not like, so I can, I can see this song never being played live. I, yeah. can, I can see this song just kind of being there to fill in some time. You know, like uh, exactly. artists have done that where they're yep. like, Hey, we're, we're working on an album. Here's a, like a four track EP. Just this is what four tracks. Getting. Yeah, we'll get like I've seen like rappers and that do it all the time. Where they're like, "Hey, th here's an EP. Just listen. Album's to Album's nearly done. We're just getting these are out for you to like kind of fill in the time. Yeah, which is completely fine if they don't think they're good enough. And they think, yeah, but like they might never play them. But it's like, fuck, I like I like the idea of it. I, I'm huge on Trophy Eyes. I think they're fucking great. I love when bands release random music. Like I, yeah. I don't care who it is. Like as long as you keep your people interested. And 
That's why I can't really bash in Arts Wake for what they did. With that I can. Thing. We can, <laughs> but like they are constantly like that's good to keep giving your fans like something to listen to, something to look I'm forward to. I'm surprised they called like, the in Arts Wake thing. I'm surprised they added it like kind of as like a booster pack to Caliuga. Yeah, Caliuga booster pack. Like, I was like, oh, like usually you do that to albums that are good, like <laughs> you know albums that are, like get well received and like everyone loves. You kind of go, hey, here's a few additional songs. I would have dropped that and just done a three track EP. Yeah, why not so just truck out, else? yeah, just chuck out Dogma with the, the new two songs and. It would have been completely had nothing to do and tied with Kaliuga, which we thought was ordinary, and we yeah. would have been like, "All right, there's three new In Arts Wake songs. Honestly, Let's if they balance it, if they um, released Dogma when they did, and they released just War by itself, as we would have been sing- cool as a single. Yeah. We would have been like, "This is great. This yeah. is cool. It's one song. It's been now, we got, now we got this fucking World Wildlife Foundation theme song. It's like, <laughs> dude, why? <laughs> why, Nick? Nick, another bot. Yeah, what else we got? Slowly, slowly. Yeah, I like slowly, slowly. Nothing on. Nothing's on, mate. Like when, when you got nothing on, Nick Brown. Like either you don't have any clothes on, or you just don't have anything to do, Nick Brown. That's what they're writing about. Which one? You have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel, mate. Oh, classic, <laughs> classic Simpsons line, dude. This is a fucking jam. Yeah, um, slowly, slowly. Fantastic. How's the vibe on this song? Nick? I love the fact slowly, slowly playing second headliner on at Unify. Are they a future headliner? Like now we've got them as a sub headliner. Do you think they could ever actually I take always, over and do it? I kind of think they can. Like, I, eventually, Violent Soho are not going to play Unify forever. Yeah. They're not going to be the alternative act. They're the no. only like alternative act we've seen headline Unify yep. in its six, seven years, whatever it's been. Mm. So we need to get a new one. And slowly, slowly are being developed as that new band. And being a UNFD they're, band helps. They're being prepped like yep. for that. And like as much as they are not as, they're not a heavy band, but neither are Violent Soho. Like, I don't think slowly, slowly have the, the jams quite like Soho yet. Like they don't have the Covenant Chromes or they don't they're have the building, like, the like soda. No. But they have a lot of bops, man. They're and, building uh, that set list. They're awesome. They're a great band. I'm a huge fan of Soho. San Atlantic vibes on this one. Nick. Yeah. Very absolutely. funky, upbeat, fun kind of stuff. I love that it's full band because yeah. they do release a lot of just acoustic singing songs. Yeah. So to get the full band involved, like you say, sub headlining at Unify going to be a great set. And in a couple of albums time, they could be at that. Like that violent yeah. Soho level. Let's hope that they do get there. So we have Trophy Eyes and Slowly Slowly both being the sub-headliners each day. Which is sick. And they it's both awesome. dropped a single. Yeah. So they're going to be playing these at the... Um, well, the Trophy first. Eyes playing Chemical Miracle in full. Yeah, they are, yeah, Nick. So that's cool. After that, I'll be able to, After that set... Well, I was going to ask you after the original Unified oh. date, but what's better at Opera Oblivion and Chemical Miracle? Don't oh. you say. Don't you say yet. We're going to have to see them both in full live oh, before you answer. Shit. But I always thought that was a cool question. It's a great question, Nick. Yeah. Well, it might come down to how they perform it, Nathan. Oh, if Floriani's had a few, few too many Florentines. He might actually. Oh, he might not hit the stage. You might have to get out there and sing a couple of Kevin Miracle songs yourself. Nick what, do, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? It's in a Florentini. In a Florentini. Well, it's gonna what, be what alcohol do you think's there? Do you oh. a, I feel like it's a gin. You reckon it's a gin? Yeah, I reckon it's a gin. Bit of cranberry. Cranberry Maybe. gin. Yeah. I would have gone vodka, but if you go yeah, gin, well, I'm, absolutely vodka. Not, yeah, we'll go vodka. so a couple of bit, bit of vodka, but a couple of cranberries, a little bit of lime juice in there. It might be like a just a. What about a grape? Would you whack a grape on top just, just through the just through the one. straw? What color grape? But oh, purple. Purple grape, like a proper purple. Yeah, grape. that's all right. I don't mind a green grape every now and then. Bits more sour. What are the little leaves they put in. What are those little leaf things? Ah, little yes. like tea leaves, like mint leaves that they put in those. Were they doing like? Cocktails and yeah. mojitos, they put those like little things oh, in. Oh, the mint. Mint leaves. Mint leaves. Yeah, yeah, put a couple of mint leaves in. There you go. That's a Florentine. It might just you. be a fucking Jay's Bond shake and not stirred kind of uh, co- <laughs> a martini. Have you got any of those actual cocktail like little machines? I, do. I, you can I, had, I had the shakers and that. How good. It's fun to do. Yeah. But a uh, little pro tip if anyone just, hasn't just done do it them. for your waters, you Nick. Well, you can't do them with soft drink because it'll explode everywhere out. Really? Of yeah, you have to do it with juice or like no. juices and shit like that. So I didn't know that until I learned the hard way. So, That's you know, sick. it was a fun little fun tip fact. for anyone who's ready to do a cocktail party. This week and Tip never it. done the uh, never done the shake and stir. Mm, I like it. I can't remember what we're talking about. Uh, new, new songs. New songs. Um, Inhibitor dropped a new track. They did. I like Inhibitor, dude. I'm I'm kind of in it. I'm, I've actually got a little big kind of statement for yeah, um, go for, for, it. for them. So obviously, I don't think they'll ever, or they might. Let's say they might get to this level, but Ival came and went pretty quickly. Nick Brown. Yeah. These guys give off a little bit of an Ival vibe, especially on this song. So Heaven's Gate is the track. Yep. I love this song. Yeah. I think this is absolutely outstanding. And like, I don't want to put huge fucking like a, a task of putting, say you're going to be the next Ival on it, but they remind me a little bit of it with their style. Like yeah. they haven't got the clan core thing going, but they sound like... disappointing. <laughs> yeah, but like the drumming in this and the guitar riff was just like, holy God damn it. Yeah, they're in their bag right now. It's really cool to see um, they're kind of flourishing at the moment. Um, they've got Josh Hill doing 
I think guesties on this. I don't know. All deaf course singers sound the fucking same to me. Uh, <laughs> so and Josh Hill used to play for the Bulldogs and West and um, West Coast for memory, didn't he? Premiership player, yeah. twenty eighteen. So uh, uh, maybe he might have been. Prim- that, that's an absolute fucking stitch up if he played a premiership. Imagine, God. But uh, yeah, I'm assuming it's not the same guy. <laughs> Uh, anyone else release some good music? Oh, there's a bunch. Yeah, I had a, my favorite track was actually by a band called Kane Hill, who we saw at ah, uh, NXT Takeover. Nick, yes, so 2018. I always thought they were just a wrestling band, but dude, this song is called "Drag Me Down." Nick, not drag me, drag the lake, just no, like the Amity okay. Affliction. Not quite that style, but this was outstanding. Nick. I, you know what? I don't like Kane Hill for the sole reason that Mikey from the Gloom in the Corner likes him. Does he? Yeah, he goes <laughs> on about him all the time, and I don't know why. And I, I just refuse to listen to him. I, uh, Mikey is my red flag. <laughs> Is that <laughs> Great American Ghost? Is that why the EP from a few weeks ago? He's a massive Great American Ghost man. Is he? Yeah, it's well, a good EP. Yeah. But dude, trust me, listen to this. The cleans, like this isn't a normal Cane Hill song. This is a fucking absolute banger. Nick, yeah. the greatest probably pop punk pop punk band of um Australia's history. Uh arguably pop, who? Who pop are they? Punk pop band. punk. Uh gyroscope. <laughs> Sure, they no, it wasn't them. It was actually, I think, Body Jar who dropped a song this week. We know, Nick, who short stack the emo fiends themselves dropped a song called Armageddon. So, they actually had an album that was due out this week, but they pushed it back. But they dropped a single, yeah, Nick. This is an absolute jam. And, Nick, no. I used to like, like, I was a pop punk man growing up. You're seven, year eight, like, yeah. you listen to the Blinks and the Sums and all those bands and the emos and get to my chemical romance and the Fallout Boys. But these guys, I wasn't really on that way by that stage where we're at with music. But yeah. this song, Nick. I couldn't help. This is a simple plan, Jam. This is sick. Nathan, could you name a year between 2002 and 2008? Uh, yes, 2005. 2005. Great year. Yeah. Armageddon was head. Armageddon was headlined to WWE by uh, a Hell in a Cell match between Randy Orton and the Undertaker. Oh, how was it? Who won? Uh, the Undertaker won. Uh, mm. Bob Orton. He's uh, the old man. Oh, he, he got bloody during it. Mm. Uh, but there's a really nice crossbody through a table. Oh. Um, yeah. There's my wrestling knowledge for you. Oh, dude, I could, that's any unbelievable. Year, any year of that, I could have got. Dude, I love that. that. Don't don't name another year. My we were twelve up. at that stage. That was that peak WWE fandom era. It's unfortunate that forty percent of my brain is consisting of WWE knowledge. <laughs> And the other 40 more percent Kanye knowledge. So, I'm, like, how much am I prepped for life, really? Dude, I must say, I reckon 2002 was my peak year when I was about nine because yep. I bought every pay-per-view from 2001 yeah. on VHS. VHS. Bring VHS. it back. Oh, Bring it back. Well, yeah. Are we going uh, to potties? Yeah, let's go potties. Quick I'll, questions and... I'll mention answers. the last few songs later, yeah, but Nick, potties. Yeah. It's funny because I actually brought up VHSs. Yes. This first one. It's about CDs for you. Okay. Bring it. So Nick Brown, CDs won't exist in five years. Yay or nay? Oh, that's sad. Um, I always think, I think they will, but I think it's just going to be like a niche shop thing. It's going to be something you kind of have to order in and they're going to kind of have to print as they get ordered as opposed to just have, I don't know, pro- this might be the same as the moment, but like, mm. yeah, like JV get like, I don't know, they might get like 200 CDs sent from the yep. new, new fucking... Um, weekend album and it's just they just have them there and it doesn't really matter if they get sold or not because they've, they've been paid for so they count as sales but for um, CDs I think it's eventually going to be you're going to have to order it online because there's just I uh, no one goes no one buys them anymore um, wow. but old people old people always will so like I think old school yeah go for it so Nick what am I as a person? Why, when it comes fiend. to musical? Yeah, I am a fiend. I'm a bad man. I'm a yep. terrible person. Don't buy vinyl. Beautiful, but as well. Beautiful after Wind Waker's song. Yeah. That's what they did. But Nick, I've never been a vinyl collector. Yes. Which is a probably sad thing for me. I'm no. probably missed out on the experience. No, financially, it's a fantastic <laughs> In that regard. But I think I'm coming around to vinyl, Nick. You yeah. know why? So like, I'm looking at CDs now. And I think, as you say, it's dead technology because... A lot of machineries, like, is how you get a CD made. But, like, vinyl, it's still people making them, pressing them, and there's got vinyl record places to actually yeah. go buy them, and it's an experience. And I think bands are better financially serviced by buying vinyls because you're getting 40 bucks, so you're doubling your money by getting a vinyl over a CD. So if you get rid of CD yeah. sales, force everyone to buy vinyls... It's a better production and better way to support bands. So I'm actually coming around to the vinyl thing. Like I might have to what, buy one for my birthday. What would be your first vinyl? Um, oh, Nick. Not, not a new, get, not I'll a, give you three guesses. Okay, actually. Love Language? As, what, what if it came? What if Love Language had a really Nick, good variant? Nick, that is the, that's the best guess. I, I never thought you'd go there. I looked at the packages during the week and was going to buy a CD vinyl package. Ooh. So there, I think, 80, 80 bucks for a T-shirt and the vinyl. And... It's a really cool looking t-shirt. It has like the love heart and the wind wake, like the press on it. And I was so close to buying it, Nick. Uh, yeah, I, it could I, be a good place to start. Maybe it is. Maybe this is the time. Maybe um, you should okay. only go colored vinyls. You shouldn't. Don't. It's a pink one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Any color's good. I like. Uh, it's weird getting. Like, I've got a lot of black vinyls, but it's, it's kind of a bit boring. I'm paid on Tuesday, so that's going to be my first Ooh, purchase. I like Nick, it. I'm a big fan for you, Nathan. Go on, Nick. 
Polaris have to adjust their sound for the next album, yay or nay. So I kind of wanted to... I think Polaris are in a weird spot. I think, like, traditional, that kind of... The metalcore that we know, I kind of call it architects-inspired metalcore, is kind of dying out. I think we're get, I think people are getting sick of it. Bands are still doing it, and, you know, big bands can continue to do it. But I think, like, I think eventually bands are going to have to switch around. And I think there's a new style, which I don't know what it is quite yet, that's kind of taking over. I think it might be a little bit of an electronic-inspired, kind mm. of that drum and bass kind of feel. Yes. I'm seeing a lot of bands go that right. way, and it's awesome, because I mean, we're huge drum Fans and bass of it, guys. Yeah. It's awesome to see. But I don't think... If Polaris release a Death of Me Part 2, or a even if it was a Mortal Coil Part 2, mm. like as much as we love that album, or even a Guilt in the Groove Part 2, I think we're going to look at it and go, well, what are they fucking doing? Like, What's I, different they, about they this? They have to shift. Yeah. There, there has to be some shift. I don't know where the shift is, but I don't know how they're going to shift. That's such a good point. Well, actually, um, they played a Frankston. We normally go to every Frankston yeah, show I mean, from the scene, and I didn't go to that. Like, I've bought probably four four tickets to shows the last month that I haven't been to. Like, I bought a ticket to Void after we had COVID, also yeah. wasn't feeling up to it. We had Perish Fest was meant to happen. I think it was Feb fourteen. Yeah, but it's postponed again. Postpo- it? Been yeah. postponed. So gigs like that, and like I was meant to go to Alf Wolf. Had a ticket for that, didn't go. But like at the moment, like watching Polaris, like they had a great turnout in Frankston. They're yeah. always going to be that band that gets a good turnout to stuff. But what their sound? We've said that. So like maybe that was the point with um the death of me. We liked it, but it wasn't. It didn't blow us away because it was too similar to what we've already heard in the past. Yeah. And like that's why the guilt and the grief was so high for us because that was our first experience with Polaris. Yeah, we were loving Architects at that stage. All gods had just come out, and we're like, "This is fucking sick." But five years, six years later, if you're doing the same sound, the music industry does change. People do change. Bands start sounding differently, and to get to that next level, the Parkway level, Parkway changed their sound. Yeah, they went from being what do they what they call it? What they labeled it night and day? The the old high school mosh uh, yeah, era, yeah. like when I was playing Idols, and yeah. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, but that's what it was. They treated it as that, and they moved their sound to more stadium sounding, which Polaris might have to do. Maybe more yeah. sing alongs, Nick. Well, it's like I look at Polaris in terms of like if we're gonna go stock. Me personally, with Polaris. I think their stock's way down right now. I think the fact that we... I'd agree. I had no interest in going to their Frankston We show. saw them at night and day. Yeah. That's why... Uh, and, like, and I was like... And I liked... They were great. I'm not saying they weren't good or anything like that. But I was just completely content with them. We've I was like... the yeah, same show five times now, Nick. Exactly. We need new music now. Well, dude, I'm at that point now with gigs. Like, let's 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 go through it. Like, let's break down what we do, Nick. So we yeah. go to probably, what, eight to ten footy games a year? Yeah, maybe. So eight to ten, we get eleven for our membership. We might go to a couple of away games, whatever. So let's say we go to twelve games. Yeah. So you got twelve months in a year for gigs. What do we go? One, two gigs, maybe a month. Yeah. Well, we used to go one, two gigs a week. We well, that's we're not. I'm probably not going to do that anymore because it it gets overkill, and we've seen the same thing a million times. So like people saying go to gigs all the time. I can't do that. We're too far out of the city to do that. It kind of becomes a gripe. So we got to pick and choose the ones that we want to see. In Polaris, if you see them three times in a row, because like. we didn't plan this. This is my next pot shot yeah. to you. So I've actually this is this is a, this is a great lady, oh, no. but Nick Brown, the Polaris reunion park gig with Alpha Wolf, Justice for the Damned, and Mirrors will get more people there than at Unify. Yay or nay? Wow, that's a good one. Um, I don't know what After the this ca- I wonder what the capacity is for that. Um, I, I raise this. Full Tilt was meant to be at Reunion Park with those ten bands. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's going to be a pretty bigish yeah. area. And I think if, if is it just an outdoor area, Reunion Park, I'm probably so. like a festival tent, probably like assuming so. I think it'd be five k plus. That'd be cool. Be. Um, I would honestly, I think yay. Because, I, I think yay because of all the postponements. I guess both have been postponed. But look, I've I've heard like I know more than a few people. Um, yourself included, who aren't going to Unify anymore, can't go. Yes, and I feel like a lot of people are, t- are trying to sell tickets or get refunds back. Um, so, look, I like the lineup: Polaris, Alpha, Justice, like, um, and Mirrors. It's a great lineup. Like, it's a really cool, and that's probably mo- more reason why I'll go as opposed to if it was just Polaris. I'd be like, eh, I don't really care. That came much. with some sad news though, Nick. What? So during the week, so unfortunately, make came with suffer. make them suffer pulling out, and like they posted that they were at their lowest point as a band during yeah. the week, and. How sad it is with Mark McGowan locking down everything in WA. And it's yeah. still, it's like Buddy being in a prison camp at the moment over there. You can't get out. You're stuck. Like, you're in jail. So, it's really yeah, unfortunate for Perch, Perth bands. You can't get out. It's un- like 95% of people, probably more, probably 99% of people there, it doesn't really affect. But for the people who it does affect, it Traveling fucking, people, yes. It, it fucking crushes them. Work like, travel, it's yes. It's insane. Because, like, you know, nearly everyone there, I could, I don't know what, like, the the consensus is over there. Like, you know, how like, like on a Facebook post, I don't know yep. if everyone's going, yep. this is fucked. Or like, I'm sure a lot of people don't give a shit because well, they, they, just, were, they were never going to leave anyway. They live their lives in WA. Yeah, their lives and that's are completely there. fine. Yep. But like for the people who have to travel, who need to travel for work and for music well, and everything like that, it's like, it's soul crushing. How's the AFLW getting let in there? Apparently. Is that what's happened? Apparently the AFLW, like 
out-of-state teams got let into WA. Interesting. Which is like, well, how the fuck are they let in and like people can't go touring? Like, it's just... It's all out of the shop. But Nick... Yes. They did say that they are going to be writing a new album. Awesome. Which will hopefully be coming in 2022, they said. Have so they, they haven't toured off... How to Survive a how Funeral. How to Survive a Funeral. That's two years ago. That's like OG with the Rhapsody tapes. Oh, not the Rhapsody tapes. Um, flip, flip Phone Fantasy. We've barely seen that it's live. Insane. And these bands are now... Ocean Grove's got a new album coming out in two months. Yep. And now we're going to get another Make Them Suffer album before we get to really appreciate it. That's insane. Oh, it I'm sucks. excited to see Ocean Grove unify for the sole reason of like... We're going to see probably one or two new songs, and then it's going to be a lot of flip phone, a lot of rap city. But we might get a we might get a black label. Doubt it, but we like who we could. The big guitar reveal too. Who, who takes over? Who's playing guitar? Yeah. But like, and then like, but after that, if they're really good, that'll get me really excited for the album. Even though right now I'm not really excited for a new Ocean Grove. That could be album. stock next week. That yeah, could be they the could be huge stock right next week. Nathan, for you, yes. Old bands should release only singles instead of albums. Yeah or nay? So I thought we're like, talking like a threshold after five albums. Well, like, is that the cutoff? No, or? I'm talking. Ooh, I. I I'd say, I don't know what the cutoff would be, but like I'm talking bands who are clearly on... Green Day era? The Offspring era? Those kind of bands. Even bands who are just slightly on the decline now who like, you know, it's just kind of, they all they want to see. Like Limp Bizkit. Like I don't want to see... Personally, I know people, some people fucking love that new Limp Bizkit album for some reason. But like, I'd be happy if like Dad Vibes was the only song they released. And then a year later, they released one of the other songs from that album. Opening track. The opening track, which is pretty cool. Oh, God, yeah. And it's like, I think that's the the way forward. Instead of just releasing albums that no one's going to care about and no one wants to see live at least give you a chance like your fans a chance to enjoy just one song because like 12 tracks your old school fans are not listening to that no album. they want to they want to see the 15 old songs or maybe one or they two new songs they want to see my generation they want to see living it up they want to see rolling they want to see fucking break stuff they want to see full nelson they want to see pollution but you don't play it or counterfeit they don't really play that either come on limp biscuit play stuff for fucking three dollar billiard it's a classic i'd argue that for a more modern band yeah they dropped a single during the week who's that i just talked about it who was it armageddon armageddon bye Bye. You remember it? Fuck it. That's um, an early quiz question for uh, Short Brand. Stack. Short Stack. Like, I'm saying, Short Stack 2008 era to 2010 was probably their peak ish. Yeah. So, like, that's 15 years ago. They've dropped a banging single. They got an album coming out. I get they've just kind of had a reunion and they're back together, but yeah. we don't really need to see anything new. Like, if you're a fan of Short Stack, you want to hear the old stuff. You don't yeah. want to hear five or six new songs live, Nick Brown. So, I like that. But, Nick. Yes. Bit of a kind of like a contentious one here. You're going to have to go deep diving into this. Nick Brown. Okay. Joel Birch. Yes. Calling out MGK is his way of trying to stay relevant. Yay or nay? Um, what, did, what was the context? Nick what, Brown. What did okay. he say? So Nick Brown during the week. So he's come out and tweeted again about MGK calling him a wannabe rapper during the week. So after his song came out with Willow Smith last week. So okay. he's kind of talked about pop punk being a gateway for men grooming underage girls and stuff like that, which is disgusting and stuff but interesting is he Nick, interesting take Nick, from someone who's in a metalcore band exactly is he <laughs> so my question to you Nick Brown is he trying to stay relevant or is he fighting the fight of the scene to run MGK out what do you think he's doing um is this a tough one should it, I not have asked this one. Nick Brown no no it's a good, it's a good one I don't uh, I don't think it's Eva. I just think it's Joel Birch doing his little Kanye Being rant. Joel Birch, <laughs> like, yeah. I think this is. It's, I think this is Joel's version of a Kanye rant. It's got 340 likes, about 70 comments. So people are commenting like, and stuff. So like, it, that's what I, I, I just think. think the, yeah, I think the grooming thing's a bit far. Didn't need to say. I, that. I think it's a bit of a far take, yeah. and I think it's an interesting take. Like, what do they say about throwing stones in glass houses? Like, oh. you, you, you don't do that. No, Nick. Um. So yeah, I thought that's a bit. It's just an bit odd, rich. It's an odd from uh, from Joel, but look. I get it. I, I understand. I completely understand the um the this I don't know this disdain of MGK at the moment. I really I understand it. He doesn't feel like he's part, he's for the culture. No. There is always that thing, and we've said this since day dot. The fact that MGK went straight from hip hop to pop punk and didn't really have to work for anything. Well, like at, once he crossed over, he was automatically the biggest guy in that genre. And it's kind of everyone's like, you haven't earned this. Like you're just making the most basic shit. If you started out writing this music and got to this spot where you are now, at least you've earned that. Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff, but you're not really putting on any bands and there's all that kind of stuff where I think MGK loses a lot of points. That's another thing that Joel said. He goes, like, he wouldn't have written one lyric, or, or not one lyric, but one bar of the song. So he goes, like, people uh, are doing... You reckon, you, reckon he, you reckon that whole song's written for him? Well, that's what the, Joel the, reckons. The, the, the lyrics of Emo Girl feel like they were written by a fucking six-year-old. Oh, that's what there I mean. Is yeah. no, there is no... I don't know if there's any argument you I'll could say the, that MGK didn't write the fucking thing. I'll get the tweet up for you, man. It's an odd one. Yeah, like... Look, maybe he didn't, but I don't know if I fell in love with the emo girl is a really huge, like a really complex lyric. Well, that's um, what I think Joel was coming from. It's a bit cringe, like with yeah, the, it yeah. is. But like, 
man. People like it. What's People him? think it's a bop. I, again, cringe lyrics from uh, MGK. Like, what is Joel Birch right? <laughs> what about like, Amity Nick? Come on. Like, can we can we not? Yeah, again, stop throwing fucking boulders in your glass house, mate. Like, it's not going to work. You're, you're throwing one of those Crash Bandicoot boulders around, and you're trying to outrun it, and it's too quick for you, Nathan. I can't get past that Crash Bandicoot level. I don't care how how old I am. God damn it, Nick Brown. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say, Nathan? Uh, I'm just getting it up now, Nick Brown. It hasn't quite popped up. Continue <sighs> with your one. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Nick Brown. So the only good thing about this is Willow Smith. So he retweeted the actual MGK video okay. on MTV. MGK wouldn't have written a single chord in the song. Must oh, be cool. nice okay. going from being a wannabe hard rapper to pop punk guy. The genre most notorious for men grooming underage girls. Interesting. Uh, is is metalcore the second most? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the genre. Must be a close battle. So yeah. Um, look, did he write a single chord? Who knows? Like it's it again. It's all. This is so basic of a guitar riff. Like, why wouldn't you think that he'd written this? Like, it's not... He's Travis a, Barker can write it, bloody... Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. it's insane. Um, nah, I don't care. I don't care about MGK. I don't care about Joel Birch. They're about as irrelevant as each other in, in my eyes. Um, but you know what? I'll watch Amity at um, Unify because I don't mind the new soundtrack. I checked their set list, actually, on their, their recent show Tidy. in Brizzy. It's pretty good. Like, there's nice. about two or three songs that I was like, I don't... They're the, Definite duds. Well, they're the ones you can just kind of just relax and talk to your exactly. mates. Exactly. A lot of classics, but they got a lot of good songs, Amity. Give or take. Um, Nathan, for you, speaking of MGK, I said Do- Doja Cat is more punk rock than MGK. Yes, you know, Nick. Yay, yeah, Nick. Did the uh, the whole celebrity oh. skin cover. Um, you know what? Yes. Pa- Paul from the gloom of the corner rang me up, FaceTimed me yesterday while he was driving in the car. His partner, his girlfriend, um, was holding the phone, so he wasn't FaceTiming while, while driving. Beautiful girl. But, uh, she, looking after Paul. So, yeah, looking after Thank Paul. God. Thank God. Where would Paul, we can't do it all honest, the time now, can we? Exactly. We can't look after each other. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he was, so I'm, I'm looking at Paul, and he's like, listen to the first 30 seconds of the Doja Cat, new Doja Cat song. I'm like, is that the whole cover? He's like, yeah. So I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, she sounds pretty good. And yeah. Paul's just like... It's the greatest. It's changing the game. <laughs> this is life changing. He moment. loves it. He has, he's such a huge Doja Cat fan, and so am I. Doja Cat's fucking awesome. Awesome. I, I'm a huge Agreed. fan. As a like great personality, like really funny. Mm. Her Instagram lives are hilarious. Like must see TV. Doja basically. Cat, Avril Lavigne crossover tour, pop punk, bring it back. Don't you bring Avril into it? I'm sorry, also, Nick. Avril. <laughs> uh, the the huge theory of Avril was replaced by someone named Melissa is so it's catching so much uh, like is that the Paul McCartney thing all yeah, over again no, like in 2003 or something like that no they've, they've got like things and they're like every time stills Av- of them next e- to each other yeah every time Avril put, posts a TikTok they're like that's not Avril that's Melissa <laughs> and I'm like oh this is I like the spicy content I don't even want to go into where I was going to say Nick I'll talk to you off air because oh, that, that's buddy Chad Kroger <laughs> no, god yeah, damn it Chad Okay, Nave, let's go quiz time, baby. Oh, new songs, sorry. What other songs do you have? Oh, Nick Brown. Yeah. Okay, one of these kind of pub rock bogan bands. I love a good punk rock pub rock This is a buddy, <laughs> this is a Unify but two. I don't know what the fuck you just said, but Nick Unify, <laughs> you talked about Violent Soho being a headliner with this kind of rock style alternative yes. mix-up. I don't know if they can ever get there, but June Rats released a new song called What a Memorable Night. They've won me over. Yeah. Their hooks are unfucking real I get they post about like bags and like smoking cones and all that in their... Bogans, but their music yeah. is awesome, dude. They're really cool. Um, Fun. I, I think um, I've really come around to that sound, and I think I also think the bands are improving. Like I do. I I think a lot of times that once Violence Soho blew up, it felt like there was a lot of copycats around. Yes. And I think yep. I think most bands around who started copying them started to find their own little the lane. niche. Just, yeah. It's not that different, but it's no. different enough where you can distinguish. And that's well, all you need. They got the big sing-alongs. Yeah. Soho do as well, but their sing-alongs are more gang style yeah. and like they're, they're big for crowds. But Nick, a couple of Oh, where's the stock on this band? I'd love to ask yeah. you. This could be your stock question, Nick Brown. Crossfaith releasing a new song called Give Me Danger featuring I don't even care what because the appeal is gone for me, Nick I, Brown. I don't care for Crossfaith unless they're, unless they're playing in a city near me. Um, they are musically, I could not give a shit about a new Crossfaith track. I, look, I, again, I, I feel very, because I was there very early. Not, not at the start. They had released stuff before the Zion EP, but like, yeah. When you are there that early, you kind of are going to lose interest eventually, especially yes. as you get older. Yep. But I just don't see anything that's interesting with this new band, with the new songs that are coming out. Um, but I will always go see them live. So, like, same with While She Sleeps. If their new album, which I thought was great, yep. if, even if it was shit, I would still probably go to this new gig that is For sure. still happening this yeah, year. Yeah, them and Lowe's, I'm, that's still, Is that still happening? That's must see. Oh, even if it gets pushed back, I'm, I'm happy to give them yeah, a bit of money. I'd like, happily go. Is that at the corner? Where is that? 
170? Uh, it's, it's, it's a buddy. It's not a rural spot. It's buddy. Oh, what's it called? Not, out, out near Ringwood? Out oh, what's, near that Ringwood. One, what's the one near Ringwood? Um, fuck, what's it called? I don't know. Uh, I saw Thornhill Thornhill play there for a Christmas show. Fuck. Oh, really? I've lost it. I've lo- That's I've, all right. Somewhere Bel- in Ringwood. Belgrave? Somewhere in Belgrave? Oh, fucking. I've lost it, Nick. I'm sorry. I've lost that. But Nick. Yes. A band that you brought to the table oh, a couple of years ago. the Sookie Lounge. The Sookie Lounge. They're playing at the Sookie Lounge. They, and named, they're playing they named at- that after me, actually. <laughs> I thought it was after Snooky the fucking Jersey Shore girl. The Snooky Lounge. The Snooky Lounge, <laughs> Nick friend. But Nick, I think it is the corner and the Sookie Lounge. That's cool. So there's two. I got tickets to both shows, so I cannot wait for that. But Nick, yes. a band that you brought to the table a few years ago. Yes. A band called Dead American. Dead American. Wow, so I'm bringing this song. this little cat out of the actual the, the bag, Nick, because they released a new album called New Nostalgia during the week. So that's something definitely, if people would like to check that out. And a couple of other little storyline things. R.I.P. stuck out. A band that we've been watching oh, yeah, since true. we started the show. They're gone, so good luck to the future for them. They've been a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah. And Nick, yep. Pride Lands have announced their Light Bands tour during the week Woo! with support from Loon Groove. So if you I- want to check that out, go to Already because that's another show that is crossing with the What We Did on the Weekend fundraiser on the same night in Melbourne at the Northcote Social. I fucking hate the amount of fucking shows that are being... That is disgusting. I have, it's insane because the What We Did on the Weekend fundraiser is easily the best show. So why It's been we, announced for like, what, six months? Basically. Uh, well, longer because it was suppo- oh, probably even longer. Dude, it's been out yeah. for so long and all these bands have... Like, I'm not. I'm sure they don't mean it, but... This, yeah, we have four crossovers now on that night. It's, um, I feel so sorry for those boys. I tell you what, who's going to win the battle of the most supporting um, get uh, spots this year? Loon or Future Static? Because they are they are in competition. They with are each aren't other they? right now, and it's awesome. They're both like both well, doing things. I, you I know think, what I'd love? Yeah, a co-headliner show between the two. Loon and Future. It'd be a weird show, but I'd fucking love it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think yeah. That's a great question, dude. I don't even want to answer it, but I'm going to say Loon only purely because they fit on probably more bills. Okay, that's interesting. Like I'd say fit... Future Static fit on more bills. Well, yeah, the pop, yeah, they can do the pop punk and the hardcore, I guess, because Loon could probably jump on the deathcore, but there's not as yeah, many deathcore shows. Could, yeah. But like, we'll, we'll wait and we'll see. But Nick Brown, yes, I've gone back to ten questions because eleven. Who really gives a fuck about eleven well, questions? Spinal Nick Tap, dude. But you know that's about it. <laughs> so is it seven out of ten or is it eight out of ten? Uh, pass, Michael. We'll go eight. Uh, seven? Yeah, seven. Seven out of ten. Eight out of eleven. Seven out of ten because you're wearing the. Number seven for Big Ben. Big Ben. All right, Super Nick Bowl Brown. tomorrow, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Who's going to win, Nick? Ah, Bengals. 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 Right. Joe Burrow. We're going to put twenty bucks on it. We'll put um twenty bucks on the um sports bet. Dude, for Bengals. You, uh, I saw a TikTok the other day. Um, someone put a bet on the how long the national anthem went. Dude, uh, I won which, the Gatorade bet last year. Did you? Yeah, I won the Gatorade What's bet. The Gatorade I don't remember bet, the. Sorry? Oh, what color? What color? What bet? color Gatorade? That's a huge market. Nick. Yeah. So explain that. Sorry for people who don't know much about football. So for anything with the NFL, when you actually win the Super Bowl, the, the coach gets thrown with. So you have a big like big like bucket of Gatorade, big like thing that you pour into glasses and stuff throughout the game. They get that and pour it all over the coach yeah. and you look at what color it is and people can bet what color it is because no one knows. Like, <laughs> That's an insane. I so, love that like, bet so much. Last man. year was blue. I'm pretty sure I got that right. Whatever it was, I got it last year. I fluked it. I'm like, this is going to be it and I got it. So this year, I think I think orange is the favorite at the moment. You got like yellow. <laughs> Well, orange for Bengals, I orange guess. for the yeah. Bengals. You got blue in there. You got green. You got like all these different it's colors. So good, which man. is yeah. So little things like that because the lid's constantly on it. You can't actually yeah. see it. So I, I love that part of American sport where there's just such stupid novelty shit. bets. Like, yeah, yeah. So there's TikTok there, like the AFC Championship game, which is two weeks ago. They've got to bet how long. The, there's an over under bet how long the national anthem goes for, right? And it's essentially there's like a time. It's like I don't know, it's 123 <sighs> seconds, and there's these four guys watching it. They've got the timer on their phone, and <laughs> it's the last note, and they're like. Hold it, hold it, Nick. hold it! You're like, yes. The same thing happened. I no shit for the ashes in the first test. <laughs> but they had a bet for so it. So they had the bet for the anthem to yeah. how many seconds it would go. So everyone was barracking for hopefully the chick to be an <laughs> operatic style because the operatic singers. Hold they the notes hold it, yeah. longer, whereas a lot of the people that don't have that style can sing it quicker. Yeah. And the operatic went over. So well, the Aussie ones, yeah, it was the last, awesome. I think the last like 10 years, it's gone over on the over-under for the Super We go on the under? But tomorrow, this is, this is legitimate stuff that I've seen on TikTok. Jesus, so someone's gone, like the person who's singing tomorrow, her na- I think the name is like Vicky or something like that. Or, I, I can't remember the exact name, but like they rhyme it with, it's like Quick Vic. Quick Because Vic. she gets in and out really quickly. Thank God. So the under's really like paying not much at the moment. So everyone's like, is she going to like take the moment in and go for the over? Maybe it's, someone's better. It could be same, money. Same now. with like the coin toss. I love it. There's how. I met your mother, Barney Stinson, puts a bet on. Oh, he's like, all the bets he lost because he's a gambling addict. <laughs> and he's like, hey, coin toss. What are the odds of losing a coin toss? And Ted's like, 50-50 give or take. <laughs> like, such a amazing, cl- isn't Such it? a clever line there. So is. Oh, God. I love it. Like, I'm, I'm Heads gonna, or tails, Nick? Um, tomorrow it's going to be tails. So you're gonna tails put, for the Bengals, baby. So 10, bucks, 10 bucks on tails to win the toss. 
Ten bucks on the over. We're going the over for the singing. Gatorade. I'm going off. Ten bucks on the Gatorade and ten bucks on the Bengals. So there's a forty <laughs> buck. We'll put that into a multi. We might just do a ten dollar multi. Yeah, and Stafford to break his leg in the first play. OBJ, the man growing the the little blonde little curls yeah, as like he's them. regrowing a bit. Nick Brown. Tr- I mean, sorry, quiz time. Yes. True or false? Yeah. What's up? This is a big one. Yeah. Snoop Dogg purchased Death Row Records during the week. He did. Yeah. True or false? Yeah, it's huge. True, Nick. Absolutely. Talk huge. about this. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So Suge Knight. Uh, who had Death Row Records. Previously owned it, yes. Who um, hasn't had a great relationship with a lot of people, I think, Snoop Dogg included. Yeah, he uh, had a hit out on Snoop. Yeah, he, exactly. Watch, like, I guess that'll make his relationship watch go Watch the Biggie and Tupac documentary that we've watched with Nick Bloomfield. He actually talks about in the... He has an interview in jail, Nick. The yeah. interviewer goes to interview um, Suge Knight in jail and he, they put a thing up on the death row thing That's with Snoop Dogg. Oh, every dog has its day with the bark bark. Uh, Talking about Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It was on. I remember someone interviewed Snoop Dogg and they asked about Snoop Suge Knight and he's like, and, and Snoop Dogg just made fun of him being in jail. <laughs> she it's would, wouldn't so, you? He's there for the rest of his life. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I love it. I'm a huge fan. Um, yeah, Snoop Dogg's awesome. Icon. Absolute icon living. One of the most recognizable people in the world. Not, and he is doing the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yes, he is doing the Super Bowl tomorrow. Uh, sh- added in I hope he comes out. I hope they open with gin and juice. I going to be so fucking cool. Uh, Snoop Dogg's like got a lot of sh- terrible songs, terrible catalog, really, or overall. Mm. But he's got so many because he's released singles. so much, mu- so much music. Dog- Doggy style is an absolute classic. Gotcha. Oh my god, what, a, what an album! But Nick Brown, yeah. Question number two. Yeah. What song has more streams on Spotify? Yeah, Gin and Juice probably. Is it Pendulum <laughs> Witchcraft? Yeah. Or Pendulum Watercolor. Oh, they're my two favorite Pendulums. Both singles from that great album, Immersion. Witchcraft. Which it's, I it's listen to. be Witchcraft. You reckon? Yeah. I listened to this album during the week, Nick Brown. It's amazing. Immersion. Dude, I listened to a couple of Prodigy albums and a couple of... Well, actually, just the one Pendulum album, because yeah. oh, I love that. Awesome. But Nick, yeah. Witchcraft, 77 million versus Watercolor. How many? 56. 67. Correct. You got it right. So two 77. For two, two for two. Go. Question number three, Nick Brown. So, Saviour. Yes. More news during the week. Announced their new album. Yep. They have a song coming out next week. What's Fuck. that song called? Is it A? Yep. Harder. Yep. B. Better. No, no. C. Faster. Faster. No. D. Stronger. Younger. No, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Harder, better, faster, younger. How did I do? Fuck, that was good. Um, I'm not going to go younger. I'm going to go harder, better, faster. Harder, Think better. of who Savior R as a band, their style. Like, what would fit them harder, like better, as a name of a song? Um, not better. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I did not mean that. Asher Grayscale and um, Josh, if you're listening, uh, are they signed to Grayscale? Are they? they are Grayscale. I didn't even know that. I'm pretty harder, sure they're still Grayscale. Harder, but yeah. Better, faster, stronger, um, harder. It's a great guess, Nick Brown. It's wrong. Yeah, what is it? it was younger. The one that I threw it you off with. It was uh, younger. D. So Nick Brown. True or false? Yes. Younger is the title track to the album slash EP, whatever it's going to be. Nah, false. False, correct. I yes. actually didn't write what the name is. Yeah, that's all right. I'm sorry about that. It's probably I'm... harder, better, or stronger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do have that dropping in a couple of months, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But Nick, five, what came first? Amity Affliction Chasing Ghosts or Asking Alexandria from Death to Destiny? I think they both came out in 2012. It's a great guess. Is it correct? Both came out in 2012? Incorrect, Nick. Okay. Sorry. Ooh, when, okay. I saw, when, I'm like, when I normally say great guess, it's normally wrong. Chasing Ghosts came out first. It did. Uh, came out in 2011, Chasing Ghosts. It actually came out in 2012. Fuck, it did. Okay, when did... did um, from Death to Destiny? 2013. 2013. It did Nearly a year, I could not believe this, between. So, September 7 for Chasing Ghosts, 2012. Four out of five, not bad, baby. Death to Destiny, August 6, 2013. I really liked from Death to Destiny. At least the first half. The first half's really cool. It had that kind of 80s, like, hard rock vibe. Have you listened to the new the album from last year? No, I haven't. Any good? A couple of big songs, streams-wise. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they're, they're, they're having a little bit of a revival under the old Danny Warsnop. Is that his name? Danny Warsnop. Warsnop. That's cool. Pretty I'm sure it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll with it, Nick Brown. But question six. Who were the three bands joining Polaris on the European tour in 2022? Okay. So you got- You get five guesses. Fuck. Um, Stepson are one. Gravemind are another. It's not Alpha? Alpha? Is it Alpha? Three for three. Is it? Two out of three. Two out of three. Alpha. It's not alpha. Sorry, it's three out of three. You were correct. Yes. I was actually thinking of grayscale zone if it was going to be like a couple or three, but they're not actually. But Nick, yep. it's all three. So no. that's five out of six. I'm killing it. Six. I mean, sorry, question seven. Who am I? Yeah. I'm an American band with one name. Mm. Good luck. Um, who's a fucking American band with one name? Um, um, have you listened to the new Muse song? Muse. I'm going to guess Muse. Well, they're English, but have you listened to the... <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Have you listened to that new song? No. Dude, check it out. It's sick. Is it good? Really good. Oh, that's cool. Really good. I, love, I was really impressed. I love old news, man. I reckon they're great. Um, one band. I can't fucking even think of one. Um, who's the movements? Movements. We'll go movements. Great guess. It's not them. I wish brand. that was it. That would be so funny. Next if you clue. Just I dropped a song called "Caved In" during the week. Yes. Oh, fuck. That doesn't give me anything. Um, limbs. That's a great. Guess. You got two bands that you've released <laughs> with one name. That's a good guess. There's another big band though that kind of biggish that you can think of with masks but nick yeah. my name stems from something you do in defiance of something slash someone um revenge um payback um pissing their what's cup the band of that cory taylor's son was in oh fuck venom something wasn't vended it? vended it's yeah. not them but okay. nick i'll give you another clue <laughs> you bitch. i'm a hardcore band from the u.s and my drummer left from a mule last year to join my band vane great guess vane fm is it them? Is no, Va- it's actually spite, Nick Brown. Ah, uh, you're never gonna fucking. Get I that. know. I'm sorry. Also, it's Vane FM one word or kind of like one and a half. I words. was gonna claim that yeah. as like one, but like that, that's fine. But they do actually have that new song out. It's up on the Backbone Twenty Two playlist on Spotify. Check it out. It's five slaps. out of seven. Okay. Five out of seven. You need two out of three. Two out of three, baby. Let's say you go. What song, Nick, has more views on YouTube? Is yeah. it Good Charlotte? Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. That one. Probably. Or Good Charlotte. I just want to live. Another big song. Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. Great guess, Nick Brown. It's wrong. Is it really? It's wrong. Really? It's 35 million on YouTube versus I Just Want to Live 47 million. Really? Could not believe that when I saw That's it. That's insane. Lifestyle. I want to recount. <laughs> the <laughs> anthem is number one at about 74 million okay. from the top of my head. So you need the next two, Nick Brown. What about Keep Your Hands Off My Girl? What a what an absolute. <sighs> I love the, like, the low vocal on that. Don't worry about them, Nick Brown. Just go out and listen. Oh, actually, in my. My description of the short stack song I wrote, Simple Plan, Good Charlotte, Eat Your Heart Out. So yeah, perfect. if you want a Good Charlotte song, go check that out. Armageddon. Nick Brown 9. Yep. Which celebrity posted multiple Instagram videos with Kublai Khan playing in the background during the week? Was it A, oh, fuck. Demi Lovato, B, Kate Beckinsale. Who the fuck's Kate Beckinsale? Very famous from the Underworld movies. Ah, yes. Yep, I do. C, Miley Cyrus, or D, Alexandra Daddario. Who the fuck's Alexandra Daddario? Baywatch with Zac Efron, Brunette. Gorgeous oh, girl. yes. Yeah, I do. Alexander Daddario. Um, I'm going to go Alexander Daddario. Great guess. It's wrong. It's wrong, Nick. Whenever I say great guess, it's always yeah. wrong. I'll give you one more guess. Fuck. I don't know who would do that. I don't think it'd be Miley. Derek and Miley? No, I think I'll, I'll give you that. I'll rule that out. So it's one of the other two. It's A or B. A or B. A. B. B it is, Nick Brown. <laughs> You're still in the quiz. You're in the running. Okay. Oh, God, I'm good. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> I don't know how I gave you that. But anyway, Nick. Yep. This is a really tough one. Yeah. I only got four of this yep. off the top of my oh, head. Oh, no. That means I'm cooked. Nick Brown. Yeah. Name me five songs off the Uncanny Valley. Who, who, who does the Deadlight's Uncanny, Uncanny <laughs> Valley last year album. Title track? Is there a title track for that song? I knew you'd say that, but yes, that's one. I'll save you with that one. How many do I need? You need five, so four more. Schedule one? Correct. King of Nowhere? Correct. Born of a Lie? Correct. One more. This is where I fucked up as well. <laughs> Let's have a I'm think. Gonna give, okay. I'll, gi- I'll give you a clue yeah. after you think. So just give me a think quickly. Um, um, nah. I, mm, nah. Mm, 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 mm. There's a funny meme posted during the week by Jackson Allen. Yeah. Okay. Putting a Deadlight song up against another song that, with the same name. Okay. That's awesome. Didn't see it. So that makes it hard. It was a Northland song. It was a Northland song. A recent Northland song. What was the recent Northlane song I called? I can't say it because it'll Paradigm? be... Paradigm? It's a great guess. Paradigm? I've never heard of a Paradigm. Pa- Paragon? 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 No. No, Nick. What the fuck's their new song well, called? Well, um, might share the name of a song with the old Northlane song. Which old Northlane It's not old. Sorry, it's a new Northlane North, song. New that actually, North and it came out after the Uncanny Valley. So Northlane are ripping off Deadlights. Um, what's to start with? <laughs> I'm really Two words, A and C. Not Earth Caller, sorry. Echo Chamber. Echo Chamber, Nick Brown. Five, you won the quiz. Congrats. I'm you the get best. all the fucking the bells and whistles and the awards. I'm the best. You did really well there, Nick. I'm the best. I'm unbeatable. I've never lost. <laughs> Bengals. What a fucking week. Go the Bengals. Yeah, go Bengals. Go. Sorry, Greg. Uh, Nath, what's your Gatorade color? Tomorrow. I'm going orange Gatorade. Orange? Orange Gatorade. I'm going to go... Do you reckon like someone like studies the Gatorades they have during the year to see if they kind of like stay with it? It's generally orange or yellow. Tomorrow, I'm pretty sure blue's the favorite because of the Rams. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's interesting. I'm gonna go. Mm, yeah, I'll go blue. I like blue, but I don't want to go the favorites. I'm gonna go pink. Is there a pink Gatorade? I'll get that up. Nah, probably not. Anyway, Haven, good to see you. Good show. 
everyone, go watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. Watch Reacher. Go watch Reacher, and uh, yeah, let's see if a two, let's see if a Kanye West hologram pops up tomorrow. It'd be great. Um, <laughs> anything you want to say, Nick? Uh, sayonara. <laughs>